everyone. Welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And we are here with Minute 55, which if you will recall from yesterday, Jack left off explaining to Crutchy what he and Dave could do for him. Uh-huh. We find out at the beginning of this minute that what they could do for him is carry you out of here. And Crutchy has his pride and good yeah. for him. Crutchy is like... Fuck that noise. Yeah. Nobody's carrying me anywhere. Right. I have no notes for this minute. This minute does, however, go through Jack being hauled up by David as Tenpin and another kid look out the window as though they are seeing Santa with his eight tiny reindeer flying by. Or Peter Pan. Or Peter Pan. I was thinking, like, they look very much like Santa mm-hmm. or like like John and Michael. Yeah. And I think that other kid I've seen in something else as, like, more of a grown-up. Like, okay. you ever see someone and you're like, I think you grow into someone I know. No. Has, has, have you ever had, like, watched no. a movie where you're like, I don't know who this kid is, but he looks familiar enough that I think that he... Anyways. Um, I, did, I don't know how to research that. There's no yeah. way to be like, who's that kid? Yeah. Yet. All right. So so in this, in this minute, Crutchy reminds me of, like... Like a Linda Belcher sort of mom. Okay. That's the mom, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, From the one episode of Bob's Burgers that I have ever watched? Right. That, that is, is the mom. That is infinitely more episodes than I have ever watched. So. It was pretty good. Yeah. I just only watched one. When he's like, oh, Dave, uh, people still talk about how Jack got out of here. And, and David's like, oh, yeah, Teddy Roosevelt. When Crutchy's like... You already hoid the story. Yeah. And he puts his head down like this and like shakes his head like, of course, typical David, always having heard the story. I got nothing more than a mom vibe from Crutchy. Yeah. And like a Midwest mom. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. of course. And like, which is so funny because after Racetrack, I think he has the most authentic New York accent. Yeah. But yeah, like a Midwest mom, like. Of course, David, having heard the story of just like he always does, typical David, always amazing. Like, anyways, it made me ship uh, Jack and Crutchy just a little bit more, too. Judgy? He is from California. Wow. Well, he was born in California. And grew up in the Bronx. It does not say that. It says that he is an actor and producer known for Newsies, Men in Black, and Pearl Harbor. Which I'm sure you mentioned when you profiled him. But. Yeah, I think so. So good job, Marty, on the, to my ears, pretty authentic. I guess it's just a hoid is sort yeah. of a, is sort of a you easy. You hoid the story. But like, I just love, I love Crutchy in this scene and especially in this minute because he's just like, well, also, because then Warden Snyder comes in. Yes. And Warden Snyder, I wrote down, um, I think he's one of the scariest villains of my childhood. Yeah. And I never really think about him. But, like, him and, like, Slugworth from Willy Wonka are, like... Slugworth. Oh, he was the guy who kept trying to... Yeah, with the glasses who was, like, it... Hey, spoilers for Willy Wonka, but it turns out was working for Willy Wonka and trying to tempt kids or whatever. But, like, before we knew that, he looks really scary. And, like, he's basically trying to, like lure kids to do things so yeah. like but like w- i guess i guess warden snyder also has that sort of like i'm mean to kids vibe yeah well and he's walking through this with like a stick in his hand right. looking like he's just 
he just really wants to find someone to beat on with it. Right. But he and then he he stops in peripheral line with mm-hmm. a guy wearing a hat and he stomps his foot or No, he like taps the bedpost with right. the cane or right. the stick or whatever and the kid immediately takes his hat off. Right. Which I guess maybe that's not enough of a violation. Yeah. to justify wreaking havoc. Right. Um, if I may, uh, I'm gonna. I'd like to make two references that I don't think you're gonna get either of. Okay. So just uh, you just just sit, sit here. tight. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my wife and I have been watching, have been catching up on Handmaid's Tale, and there's a character in that show called Aunt Lydia. Okay. Who is like the Warden Snyder of the Handmaids? Okay. And it's definitely like a sadistic. Like I get, I get a definite Aunt Lydia role from him because it's like I'm in charge. I have all the power, you have none of the power, and I love it. And like a sadistic sort of like, just give me a reason to beat the crap out of you with this stick Mm -hmm. is a very Aunt Lydia thing. Um, I've also, I caught up on season two of Cobra Kai last night, which is uh, the YouTube show that is uh, basically a continuation of the Karate Kid movies. Mm -hmm. And season two featured uh, Kreese, who was the leader of the Cobra Kai in the 80s movies, was the actor reprised his role. And like, that guy is a sadistic teacher too, and like, like holy crap, like like Vietnam really messed him up, and like he thinks of these kids as like soldiers and whatever, and it's like, it's just a matter of time before he just loses it and beats the crap out of a kid sort of vibe. Okay, is also a vibe I get from Snyder. There's a like I guess it's like an archetype of like adult with power that they want to abuse and that they get off on abusing. Yeah. That like Snyder and Aunt Lydia and Kreese and all of these villains growing up that weren't like witches and wizards and dragons and like the Barracuda and Sword in the Stone and stuff. Like where yeah. it's like a more of like a primal, like they're going to kill you because that's what evil things do. Yeah. This is more of a like, this feels real. There are people like this in the world they're scary, but if you don't have any power, there's nothing you can do about it. Oliver is the one that's coming to mm. mind for me. You've mm-hmm. got the people running the orphanage, mm-hmm. feeding these kids gruel, and then laughing at them when they ask for more. And right. then um, Bill, I think is his name. The guy who... Are you at all familiar with the musical Oliver? Uh, no. I, I So I have not read Oliver Twist, okay. but I have seen the movie musical of Oliver a handful of times because of right. various chorus classes or whatever. And there is... I think we saw Oliver on a thespian conference thing. We did. And so there's like the one chick in the movie. Okay. Or the, or the play, Nancy. Okay. Who like befriends them and then gets like savagely beaten to death by her boyfriend slash husband. Oh my God. I didn't remember that part. Yeah. It's like super brutal. Yeah. Um, in the movie at least. Yeah. I think it kind of happens either in shadow or she's off she's like behind something and you just see him wailing on her. Yeah. But like it, it's that kind of thing where like people who know that they have power over someone who is weaker than them. Yeah. And can't wait to physically wield said power. Um the Leader of the orphanage in in Annie. Also, speaking of musicals about orphanages, I don't remember what her name is. Oh, it's um Miss Hannigan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I guess don't, I'm not as familiar with Annie for whatever reason. I'm not as familiar with Annie as I am with Oliver. <laughs> but I wonder how much Annie 
is just a 1930s version of Oliver. I th- I mean, I mean, in in general plot synopsis, it feels fairly. But she doesn't fall in with a group of. Yeah, Oliver like falls in with a group of. Artful Dodgers and yeah, other artful people. Yeah, pickpockets and. Yeah. Well, and you know, even Fagin is kind of a. An abusive, if yeah. I recall. Again, it's been a very yeah. the last time I consumed Oliver as media was the production we saw at Thespian Conference when you're in high school. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that Fagan is like he provides for them in a way in that they have a place to like they have a roof over their heads. Right. But he's basically, I mean, using them to for his own personal gain like mother gothel yeah i mean that's that sort of skirts the line of supernatural witch versus true sure but villainous but like even if she didn't even if there's no witch factor or magic factor in that story she's still you know an abusive parental figure yeah interesting yeah yeah i think warden snyder and i think bill sykes was his name in that Bill name's... Sykes might be a pirate in Peter Pan, but the character that S Y K E S. Yeah, that name that, sounds familiar. Yeah, that one, that one dude in Oliver. Those two are the ones that I'm thinking of as being like the most sadistically horrifying yeah. villains of my youth. Yeah, there's. I mean, like, and like we we've talked about on our other show on Abashly Obsessed when we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Like how the real scary thing about it is not necessarily Pennywise, the clown alien monster, but the dad. Yeah. Like Beverly's dad. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, uh, the um, Stan's mom. Like yeah. the, the uh, Munchausen by proxy sort of uh, Eddie's mom. Eddie's mom. Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, it's like these real life monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Life is like this. This week is like the theme is life was scary back then. Yeah. And, and sucked. And this is like Disney lighthearted version right. of it. Right. But I mean, it, 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 in middle school, I was a, I was creeped out by that teacher who kind of looked like Warden Snyder. Like, right. the, I mean, it left an impression. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Did you ever see Pete's Dragon, the old one? Yes. There was a whole family of kind of offensively stereotypical hillbillies uh-huh. that were like after him that were sort of that same thing where it's sort of like you owe us, but we're awful to you. It's well, it's the Dursleys. It's yeah. the Dursleys. Yeah. It's this whole and Lady Tremaine from Cinderella. It's like I've given Lady you. Lady Tremaine. Oh, that's the, the mom. Oh, I don't think I knew she had a name. Um, Yeah. My son is we the disney game that they play oh right 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 my son with his characters or whatever um, got it like it's that like i've taken you in i've checked all the boxes of being a parental figure yeah and yet here we are with you like i'm not good to you yeah i'm missing that x factor of like love or even basic human compassion. Compassion, exactly. Yeah. Which is like, what, what I mean, like, that's what Warden Snyder is. He's yeah. technically, I mean, like, I thought, I had forgotten this scene. So I thought what Crutchy was going to say was, I get fed here. Yeah. I get, you know, I, I don't have to go out and walk around and earn my keep here. Yeah. 
which is you know it like, goes going back to like that like you know crutchy is sort of a you know an underprivileged or like special case of like you know he he doesn't have all the privileges and and abilities as as like same mush or whatever yeah it's harder for him yeah so like i can understand being like it's those you know you you talk about people that like um they cover this in like orange is the new black where it's like you become part of the prison system and that becomes sort of like a comfort for you and you try yeah. and get out and it's like you're more comfortable on the inside yeah so and I, th- I mean, I think that's that, not what Mushy said or what Crutchy says, but no, but I do think that there is, I mean, I could see a case to be made for that with him because yeah. he is getting, he, he's getting fed. Yeah. He's got what appears to be clean sleepwear. Right. There's presumably a bed for him. And like, yeah, I mean, he's got a, as, as we'll find out later, you know, he's, bringing Snyder his meals and stuff, but that's got to be ultimately easier work for him than, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's got to be hard to, you know, walk with a crutch and balance the tray and stuff, but no harder than balancing newspapers. Right. And at least he's inside. He's not out in the elements. Right. He's not having to walk nearly as much. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I could see a world where he's like, you know what? This is, not the worst case scenario for me. Just humming under his breath. It's a fine life carrying the food tray. Yeah, um, exactly. I was comparing and contrasting in my head uh, this scene where Warden Snyder walks through and all the all the kids are sort of at attention mm-hmm. to the first scene where Klopman is walking through the boys' boarding house. Yeah. And like Klopman, I mean, like he, he hits Skittery. Yep. But you get the impression that Klopman has that X factor of yeah. like caring about these boys, even if he's a weirdly inconsistent treater of the boys from boy to boy. Yeah. Like you get the impression that he cares about them. And then I guess it's I guess it's all these boys in their underwear is what the connecting piece is for me. But like Well, it's it's the boys in their sleeping quarters. Right. Yeah. And we also did discuss in that episode that we don't know that Skittery didn't like being beaten up by Klopman. That's true. We don't know that that's not an arrangement that they have. Yep. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. No, that's a that's a, that's a fair point. A definite fair point. But yeah, I mean, you're, we you're right, though. We should hook up like, Skittery and Snyder. Uh, I feel like there's... I think Skittery's too soft for Snyder. I think Snyder would break his... Poor little self. Like there, there's liking some some light spanking and yeah. slapping, and then there's liking to have the crap beat out of you. Right, right. And I think Skittery's a little too soft for the latter. Well, it'd be like uh, in Little Shop of Horrors when Bill Murray came into yeah, the yeah. dentist and was like, "Yeah, I'm into this," and Steve Martin was like, "Okay." Next. Yeah. I'm, this is no, no, no. You can't yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah. If you like it, this does nothing for me. <laughs> yeah. Only one of us is allowed to get anything out of this. Exactly. And it's me. Yeah. And if it's you, then it's not me. Then, <laughs> right. So. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's do social media. Yeah. This one kind of took a turn for the darker, but. But I mean, so did the the movie, honestly. I mean, yeah. like. It's so, I mean, like one minute you have Crutchy frantically ripping up paper laughing like a maniac and then it's like the scene gets darker it becomes night everything is like cast in dark snyder's wearing dark and jack and david had to swim across a 
channel of some kind. You know, take a boat with a shady character. Uh-huh. Go up dark stairs, presumably. Yep. Yep. You don't think they climbed up the side of the building like no, Batman? No, there may have been a fire escape. Okay. There, there's probably a fire <laughs> escape that they went up. Okay. We have a, a Twitter account for this podcast. It is at Newsies Minute. Yep. We are individually on Twitter. Aaron is at Unabashedly Aaron. And James is at Unabashed James. If you want to support us financially, you can go to our Patreon. It is at patreon.com slash Aaron and James. Yes. Thank you to the Scavengers Network for having us. There's lots of great shows on there. You should go check it out. Absolutely. So Crutchy is incarcerated. He's just saved Jack's hide from getting being caught, incarcerated. Right, being caught by Snyder in what is like the most like role persuasion or role charisma or role charm in Kids on Bikes or whatever. Like, yep. hey, Warden Snyder. And Snyder's like, I was about to look out the window, but okay, what are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I do, I do kind of get the feeling that he doesn't hate Crutchy as much as he hates everybody else in there. I agree. I agree. And I think it's because how can anybody hate Crutchy? He's so lovely. He's the heart and soul of any yeah. room he's in. Yeah. But. Until then. What? <laughs> that doesn't even, <laughs> even make sense. So, Crutchy is incarcerated. Uh, he's just saved Jack's hide. We're going to see what happens next week. Hopefully, they get him out somehow. I'm pretty sure we have a song? Blowing the wall out or something. Maybe? They should have brought their friend Dynamitey. <laughs> yeah. Man, I told you, Jack brought the worst possible newsie as his sidekick. David, how are you at demolitions? What? Oh, no. <laughs> What a horrible mistake. <laughs> Why did I wait until we were on the roof of the House of Refuge to ask you that? I assume you have uh, dynamite or plastic explosives? What? what? No. <laughs> I, have, I have this book. Oh, no. Is it about dynamites or explosives? No, it's Oliver Twist. <laughs> oh, what? that's not even pertinent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next week. Soak them for crutchy. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.